welcome to the ECG podcast for the week of June 28th. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman from Jacksonville, Florida. Tonight, I'm joined by Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, what's up? Got Georgia Ravelo from Miami. What's going on? And of course, Robbie Bobby Miller from Baltimore. Yes, sir. How y'all doing? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Uh, getting close to 4th of July. I'm looking forward to having a nice long weekend. Uh, obviously headed to Guardian Con with, uh, with George. So uh, I'm kind of just coasting until, uh, <laughs> until then, man. Nice. So uh, yeah, the, uh, on tonight's episode, we're going to talk uh, a little bit about the Outer Wilds. I know we've got some mixed opinions here amongst ourselves. I think it's a, it's a cool game in that way and that it seems to be um, stoking a bit of a conversation. Yeah, it seems to be pretty divisive. People either really like it or, or don't care for it, which uh, is always cool. Um, and then uh, we're going to do our, our, you know, basically halfway check in with our personal games of the year for uh, 2019. And uh, maybe even we'll, we'll look ahead to um, who we think may uh, you know, still be a, a front runner based on you know, some of the things that we've seen. So uh, let's let's kick it off uh, with the Outer Wilds. I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, uh, giving it a go and, and checking it out. Um, I know that uh, as somebody who's played it probably about six or seven hours now, it's it's not the easiest ask um, for for those of us, uh, for those, I'm sorry, of you that uh, don't know out there, listeners. Uh, it is a, for lack of a better word, first person exploration uh, game where uh, basically you wake up uh, under uh, the stars, uh, kind of walk around a village. You are an alien Um uh, creature and you you basically talk to uh, the villagers who are excited for your first uh, adventure into space which is about to take place they teach you some light mechanics uh, including how to use um, the only tools that you'll have for the remainder of the game and then you get into your spaceship and go there's really no uh, instruction other than go out and explore you're given a spaceship and a tool that will translate some alien writing and um that's that's kind of where you start and you can go in any direction land on any planet uh from there there's a bit of a it was a surprise for me um uh, in that like i I knew that there was some sort of uh, time loop mechanic but i wasn't sure exactly how that was going to work and every 22 minutes once you leave the uh, solar system goes supernova and essentially will erase your uh, your progress. Um, your ship's computer will keep track of where you've been and what you've seen. If it's anything related to the plot, uh, it, it's kind of a visual representation where it'll start connecting these threads. Um, and that's all, of course, assuming that you don't die to some of the many hazards out in the solar system, which I will admit I have done many, many, many times. I'm currently stuck in an area that I won't spoil, but it is a tremendous pain in the ass and it has kind of one of the only uh i won't say like combat centric kind of things but there is definitely uh some a uh oppressive force that is actively trying to get me which is usually not something that happens in the game so with that out of the way and kind of understanding what the game is um who wants to kind of talk through their experience first i'll definitely go through uh, being that i'm six or seven hours in um i've got kind of some opinions that have kind of wavered and formed over the the course of my game time but overall like i'm really enjoying it i just i do have some some gripes now that i'm i'm where i'm currently at but i'll open it up to you all first i i only played it for like a little over an hour uh 
it seemed a lot like Sea of Thieves, like artistically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I I enjoyed it because I like kind of like uh, Dead Cells, like it reminded me of that, uh, except where you die and return. Uh, but uh, I I enjoyed it from what I played, and I'll probably play a little bit more. I just wanted to go first and say I tried it. I I liked it, but I just want to play a little bit more. Yeah, it's. Uh, did you, I'm sure. Did you have the same experience I did, where like you found it to be a little intimidating, kind of scary, confusing, uh, just like a baffling. I mean, was I think a good word for it? Did you? Yeah, did you, I, it was like a, not a lot of instruction. It was just kind of like you just wandered around, which was intimidating at first. But then uh, the first restart, when you come back, it was <laughs> really confusing. Uh, but like I said, once I play it more, I'm sure I'll enjoy it because I liked. I like Dead Cells, like kind of like the same system. Uh, well, not with a 22-minute time frame, but I, I enjoyed that. So I, I think I'm going to play a little bit more, uh, but I, I enjoyed what I played so far. Uh, would you say you're intrigued by it, uh, Bobby? Like, do you like? Are you interested to kind of see? I don't know where you went first or any of that stuff. I'll try to keep it. Um, I just kind of flew around mostly. Uh, I just kind of played with a lot of stuff that was in like the beginning part, uh, mm-hmm. where you get to fly a little like drone thing around. Uh, and just trying to, to play with things. I I like action adventure games like like Uncharted and Tomb Raider and other games where you have to like find things. So I was just kind of walking around, experiencing most of it. Uh, so that's why I think if I get a little bit more time, I know I enjoy it more. But I just like walking around and looking at the things and just experiencing that part of it. Uh, I will warn way. you: there's no combat in the game whatsoever. No combat, yeah, no I, upgrades. Yeah, I did notice that. I kept pulling out something, and I was like, "Man, what the heck is this?" And then I realized <laughs> that it was. Like you don't you don't do anything besides press X most of the time, but, uh, yeah. but I, I enjoyed it from what what I, what I have. Uh, I am intrigued, and I will keep playing it. Uh, I did do the Xbox uh, Game Pass for a dollar, uh, so I, I will continue to play it. Yeah, awesome. For, for me, Chris, I need I need to know: <laughs> are is are is space fish a good uh, description without giving a spoil a spoiler about the hazard that you're encountering right now? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. That, All right. there, I am then, I am uh, in a, a particular area where uh like I I fundamentally like understand what the game is wanting me to do. I I just Okay. All other aspects of the games, like I feel like some of the clunkiness, um, you know, is kind of part of the design and has worked okay. In this particular section, it's doing nothing but kind of frustrating me where like yeah. So that explains a lot for me. Then I must be at a spot that I shouldn't be in because I only got a couple hours of gameplay and I spend an hour plus trying to figure that area out. So, yeah. which is in- incredibly frustrating. It is. I, mm-hmm. he- here's what I'll say about my experience with the game so far. I did not enjoy it, but I am invested, if that makes sense, which is kind of weird to say for a game because I've never played a game like this. Like, I, I didn't have that much fun because of how frustrating it was but i was like so desperate to find out what the hell is mm-hmm. going on you know like i just like it, you basically just start cold you know you don't really know much of anything um i would i would have liked more if the game had audio with the interaction um yeah. as opposed to reading text mm-hmm. um I, I thought that was kind of i was kind of lame because it is kind of a lot to read um but yeah, like I just really want to know what's happening, and you know, not having a whole lot of guidance, you kind of have to read clues and and stuff to figure out, you know, your your whatever your ship uh log to be able to find out where where 
you're supposed to go. And even then it's not super clear. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. I'm intrigued. Don't know, like, I might play more of it, not because I'm enjoying it, but because I just need to know what this means or where it leads, you know, like, so it's, it's, that's how I always say it's polarizing in, in, in that aspect. Um, not, not my typical game by any means, but it's interesting enough that I, I won't say that I won't play it anymore, but I'm not a hundred percent sure if it's for me. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad if you went to that place early because uh, this is yep. one of it seems like at least like one of the last big areas that I have to explore. And uh, like I said, it, it's not that I don't know what to do. I, I discovered sort of how to clear that challenge or puzzle um, in another spot. There's another planet where they kind of give you, you know, the breakdown of what you need to do. But um, it, it, it's just like execution where I'm like, I, you know, I, I don't feel like it should be as hard as it is. Like, I feel like the game is pushing back kind of unintentionally, if that makes sense, where like, it's not so much a, a design choice where it's challenging me because they've created that their way, but rather I don't think that they um, created it well enough that like, you know, it feels like sort of fair, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm to the point yeah. where I'm like, I just kind of want to get past this and, and get to where like, you know, where I would need to go um, so that I can get kind of the next set of clues. Um, for, 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 for me in that area, like I went after a lot of trial and error, I was able to get through all the space fish, but then I didn't know where the hell to go. Like it just, it eventually for me it became like an endless loop of mm -hmm. space. I don't know. It's, it's weird. I think the frustrating part is that you, no matter what, you go back um, to the original starting area. You know, every time you die or the or the timer is up. Um, see, for me, I don't like that mechanic. It's frustrating because if I like, I spent you know extra amount of time in one area and one planet, got as far as I could before I got kind of stumped, and then I got kicked back. Like my, like I didn't want to go back to that planet. I'm like to me, it's like oh, I must be in the wrong spot, so I go to another one. So it would have been cool. I would have preferred to start back on the same area so I can it'd be more like more incentive to continue my progress in that particular planet. Um, but yeah, I think I need to know more about the story as to to know why we're on this time loop or what exactly is 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 going on with it. Like it's it's really interesting and different and and weird, but it's. It's the one thing I'll say in defense of the the reset is at least it is quick in my opinion. To like like it seems like you're off into the races again pretty fast. Like it's quick to get yeah. in your ship and like you know autopilot is pretty fast to get to the planet. Um, so at least there's that. Like I think this game would be infinitely more frustrating for me if like you know you ate up a good chunk of time just kind loading of loading time or something. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Adam, you're quiet. I know, like we talked about this a couple weeks ago. That's kind of you're you're the reason I checked it out. Is because like, you know, I'm like, all right. So Adam's not caring for this very much. Um, I, I'm hearing kind of mixed things like on the internet. Um, I like you know I, I want to kind of check it out for myself and see see what I feel like. Um, have you played any more since we last talked? And if so, like, how are you feeling? Yeah, when you brought it up that you wanted to talk about it, I was like, you know what? I didn't give it a a lot of a chance. I'll go back. And I've probably like five, six, seven hours at this point, maybe total. Um, so I've played a good, decent amount of it. The problem with starting out is, and they've mentioned this, it it's aimless, but it's on purpose. But it's like there's one character on the starting planet. When you talk to, they will give you a mission. 
And from that point, you can kind of start the entire story from there. But if you don't talk to one of the 30 NPCs there, you'll never know. So you literally go into space not knowing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there's no voice acting. So it's just like, I need to scroll through this text. Um, I will say that it's very intriguing. Like the story and what's going on, that keeps you wanting to do the loops. That's the only reason I went back for it. I was like, you know what? Once you actually find some clues and find some stuff and decode things, it, it's really, it's interesting. It really is. And the, even the mechanics and like just when you go around exploring and when the things happen that happen, that's interesting. My problem being that not knowing what you're doing, it's like a 30 hour game and the way to beat it, I'm not going to spoil it, but you have to do very specific things after learning for hours and hours and hours what to do. And you have to do it all in one run. And like, I don't, it's going to be, that's not knowing what you're doing. That's hard. Cause I, eventually I just was like, I'm interested, but I don't want to keep playing. So I looked up the the story and I looked at the multiple endings. Uh, there's kind of multiple endings, not really. And I was like, that's interesting. I'm glad I didn't waste my 30 hours. Like, I think it's a good game. I don't see how people are saying this game of the year. Like, it's not that it's no, I don't feel that way either. To, to me, to me, this is like it falls into the category of um, high concept curiosity, right? Like. I, mm-hmm. I like a lot about the game. Uh, I guess I'll just go right into like kind of what I like and what I don't like. Um, I think that like it truly has some fascinating level designs. There are certain levels uh, like the Ember and Ash Twins mm-hmm. that really evolve throughout the time loop in a very interesting kind of cool way where like you need to be very specific places at specific times. I think that's neat. Um, and there's like, some other you know levels that are, are similar in that regard and that they evolve and like you have to kind of you know, explore in a certain order and you kind of discover what that is as you kind of go back there again and again. Um, I think that the, uh, like the physics based stuff is, is cool for the most part. Um, sometimes, like I said, it can be a bit frustrating things with momentum and all that. Like I, I usually feel like I have a handle on things, but every once in a while something will happen. And I'm like, I don't know why I went careening off as fast and hard that way or like why this is so hard for me to traverse at the spot but for the most part it feels pretty good um the story again the mystery i do think that is the biggest strength of the game um the fact that like kind of like you said the more that you're finding out kind of the more intrigued i am and like i'm kind of motivated to to um uh, to kind of keep going to see if i can kind of piece all this together um uh, some, some you know some criticisms um i guess it's really a little bit bigger than like a nitpick um, I, I do feel like the game could do a better job at like giving you a bit more of a carrot to keep you going. Like, yeah, the mystery is intriguing, but like I said, you know, I've hit this kind of point now where I'm like, the game is pushing back pretty hard where I am. Um, like, I, I, I just kind of wish there was like some sort of maybe not like milestone, but you know what I mean? Like, well, like I, something beyond the ship's log where like, I feel like, boom, I've locked in, you know, on something like I, I have accomplished something very specific that is a very specific milestone on my journey to solving this mystery. Um, and maybe that's in the game and I just haven't quite gotten there yet. I, I don't know. Um, you know, again, like I, I've been avoiding guides and things like that. Um, but that's just kind of my take, you know, with like seven hours, like is I think it could do just a bit better with the carrot part of it. Um uh, I would agree with the voice acting thing. You know, I think uh, it probably it's budget reasons to say it's a independent game um, that uh, it would it would have probably lent a little bit more personality to the game. I mean, I think that it has a good bit of personality for what it is, you know, for what I mean, for what the game is, but um, I would like to see more. I mean, 
I, I, well, I'm not going to form a final opinion not having finished it. I probably will finish it. But I do think that this game is going to kind of like where it's like something I've been playing like as kind of my main non-Destiny game. I think this is going to slip to maybe I play this a couple hours a week, like here and there, do a couple runs, com- complete a planet. And like, I, I think it's going to kind of slip back to like something that I'm not doing like as my main game just because of sort of... Um, you know, hitting that wall and everything else. I agree with you. I do not think this is a game of the year uh, contender. Um, I think that it may be some, you know, specific awards as far as like indie games or game design or something like, absolutely. I would love to see more games do something kind of similar to this, but I do feel like it could be executed uh, better. That's kind of, it's like a super good indie movie. That's good. 60% of the way, but then you're like, why is this movie so long? And it's just, it's, then the ending's not super satisfying, but it's like, man, the start of this movie was so good. I had such high hopes. And then it's like, and again, it's not awful. It's just, it was definitely like, it's, it misses out on what it could be. And it's overhyped to hell. Cause like, it is good. It is not great. It is not game of the year. And that's what everyone who loves the game says. And I'm like, you guys are literally putting this game out to die. Cause anyone who hears that is going to try this and be like, you're fucking crazy. It's awful. Yeah, like, you that, know, people why. either they go one way or the other. I'm like, no, it's good, but it's not. And that's why I tempered the expectations. I'm like, look, you know, it's on Game Pass. Like, it's a, you know, uh, right now you can get it for a buck. Like, and that's why I try to say, like, hey, it's it's going to be a bit frustrating. Don't look up a guide. Like, try to experience it as raw as possible. Um, I really like the game. I think it's interesting. But, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I've told you, like, it's unique. It's very unique. But um, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, you know, as far as, like, your assessment. Um, I do feel like, and that's kind of standard, really, like, uh, within the, the, uh, games journalist industry it seems like where there's kind of like a snowball effect where like it's kind of like you know the uh, more and more people will start hyping something up where you're like uh i think i don't know if you guys just want this to be as good as it <laughs> you say think it is or what but um yeah i would tell anybody like you know play it like especially if you have game pass it's kind of a no-brainer um see what you what you feel i'm gonna keep going personally i think i'm gonna finish the game unless it really like pushes back or i just get stuck to the point where like i'm i'm with you or like if i if i get to the point where i feel like the game's not doing enough to kind of like guide me you know what i mean because like they're already like i know a of things that like i must have i'm got to be missing on some of the planets because it says you have more to explore here um and i've kind of taken the philosophy of like i'm gonna do as much as i can like reasonably in an area like really explore the shit but like i'm not gonna you know do loop after loop after loop just looking for the one thing i'm missing like i'm you know kind of gotten to the point where i'm like where i feel like i've seen everything you know that's obvious or like semi-obvious and then like i've taken to moving to a new planet and i think that's kind of kept the game fresh i would recommend bobby and uh, george take that approach if you can like if you get somewhere where you just you know like where you are now george like if you if you can't get back come back there later you know um, I may look up a guide on just how to just execute what I'm trying to do in that area. But like if you're in an area where there's less sort of hazards um, and you feel like you've explored it thoroughly, but you may be missing something, I encourage you to like go to the next spot because you can always come back. Um, and you do see, uh, I think the visual representation on the ship's computer is kind of cool how like they'll have like, you know, like little dots like in, you know, kind of seemingly random areas. And then you'll see these little lines start to connect like, these things that you find and you, you, you know you as the player are like oh okay i understand that that thing that i found on the planet connects to that other thing that i found on this planet and this way you know after you kind of explore both areas and and you know it's so yeah wow 
I think like um like for me so far it just it seems like a really interesting book except the pages are all over the place and I have to go and find them and I don't know if I want to put in the work to to put all the pieces to the puzzle just for the story's sake so far like the gameplay isn't like intrigued enough for me to like really 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 want to do it to feel great about it but like the story is really really interesting so I don't know I'll give it a couple more shots but I don't know if it'll you know if if it's strong enough for me to really want to push through it or just end up looking it up <laughs> and finding out what happens anyways you know sure yeah i and i i think some of the like the initial luster like the, i so uh, kind of the experience that i've gone like my journey uh, like i'll just i'll put it this way like so i went from like being like confused as hell and baffled and like just you know not even really frustrated but kind of like i just um huh i guess i'm going somewhere and doing something uh hopefully it's the right thing and then to like really like full-on wonder like uh, like after like my first like couple hours like i would say like hours like two to four two to five were awesome because like you know like i kind of started to understand the loop and i had like this just sense of exploration and wonder whereas like now i feel like i'm kind of entering into the like I'm trying to clean up and, and like really get more specific. So it's maybe like lost. It's, you know, starting to lose its luster a bit in that way. And that like, I'm like, all right, I've been to most places. Clearly I'm missing stuff. And now I've got to kind of find like the tiniest crumb to, to you know, make that final connection for something to kind of keep it going. Um, like I said, I just wish that like at this point I had a little bit more of an understanding than I do. Like, I feel like I've explored a hell of a lot and I don't have like, you know, a specific goal in mind and, you know, maybe, maybe that's coming soon. I don't know. Fair enough. So, yeah. Well, um, unless anybody else wants to add anything for outer wilds, um, you want to move on to uh, a uh, game of the year, watch uh, at the halfway point here. Everyone good. Let's do it. Yep. All right. Awesome. So yeah, we're halfway through the year. Um, it seems like we, you know, have a, a fair amount of games uh, after you know post E3 with some you know finally confirmed release dates uh, coming down the pipeline certainly. But um, we've had quite a number of games uh, that have released already. So I thought um, you know first thing I can do a quick recap on um, maybe some of the highlights, and then we can kind of you know go more uh, specific um, if that works for you guys. Um, so let's see. I wonder if I can. Hmm. Do this via Metacritic. Uh, you know what? Um, why don't we talk? Why don't we go kind of through some favorites, and then we can hone in on it first, and then uh, I'll see Sounds if I can good. find a more definitive list. Um, uh, Bobby, uh, w- let's start with you, man. Like, what what uh, what have you played that you've enjoyed this year? Like, what what are some things that are kind of topping out your list? Sure. Let's start with Apex. No, I'm saying no, no. No, that's fine, man. Yeah. Sure. I I I. I, I I have to honestly admit, my my top two for this year have been, I think the way that Apex came in and kind of, uh, I don't want to say cut in half Fortnite, but it, it took a lot of people from Fortnite, and I love that, because I felt like Fortnite was dominated. PUBG just seems like it's dying slowly, uh, because it seems like they still can't get it together. So Apex, I loved... Uh, since it came out season two looks awesome like i can't wait to see what happens with the dragons and and then the big dinosaur looking things that come and stomp and there's a new map coming like i'm excited so i think that's going to be great 
but I think ultimately my my favorite favorite is <clears throat> the Resident Evil 2 remake. I I hate to put game of the year on a game that's already been released, but I've never seen a game remade like Resident Evil 2. And Capcom's just killing it since that and Devil May Cry 5. So it's just that those have been my top two games that I've been thinking about and playing all year. Uh, and, and I've enjoyed them countless times. I think, uh, man, those are, those, are, those are two good ones. I haven't played the Resident Evil 2. I, I, I think I have to at some point. But for me, I'm going to go with, for me, the top game is Sekiro, uh, hands down. Um, with Apex being a, a close second for me. Um, you know, I, I think both of those have been my most fun games of the year. Um, Sekiro, for obvious reasons, we, I talked a lot about it, man. I love that game. I 100%ed it. Uh, it was just such a good game. I just I just think it was perfect. It was beautifully done. Great graphics. Just the, the challenge of the combat was intense. Like, I've never had a game where I legit felt like the sword play felt so good. That's the biggest thing with that game. It literally felt like you were, you know, holding up a samurai sword, matching an enemy blow for blow, having to time, having to counter properly without just like, you know, making it so simple. Um, you know, it was it was a legit challenge uh, having, you know, kind of making little progress on each on each boss, little by little, getting a little bit further, a little bit further, a little bit further till you finally overcame and, and beat him um, was just an awesome experience for me, if I'll be it frustrating at times. Um, I enjoyed the hell out of that, and that's you know that's easily my game of the year so far. Apex, I thought was awesome. I'm not actively playing it now, but I feel like it's a game that I can pick up and play it and be effective at any time. Like not too long ago, after not playing for a couple months, picked it up with some buddies, won our first game, played a few games, and then and then called it. I like what they're doing. It's evolving at a good pace. It did cut Fortnite quite a bit, but Fortnite has since come back. Um, you know, you know, it, it, you know, it has leveled off a bit. Um, you know, the, that growth was unsustainable, but it was a pretty crazy couple of weeks when it came out and the way that it just dropped out of nowhere was pretty impressive. It's a really solid game. It's well done. Uh, it's probably my most enjoyable battle royale game to date. Um, you know, I, I like the way that, that, that it plays the way that it feels and yeah, you can just kind of pick it up and put it down at any time. Um, but I still gotta go with Sekiro. That's the that's the game that I personally enjoyed more than anything else this year, for sure. Yeah. Um. Like I said, Apex. Yeah. That's that game was hot as hell for about a month, and it's still good. But yeah, that, I thought that was gonna be like the big game, but it's it's great. Um. Yeah, Capcom. Mine personally, because I know you know what a lot of people like. Like I thought at one point Division, but I fell off of that pretty hard after about a month. Um, but at, at to that yeah, point, that was like one of my favorite kind of those games. Um, I've been looking over some lists, um, but personally, for me, one of the two, one of them is uh, for the King, which is just a me game. I know it's not going to get it, maybe an indie award, but um, it's just a hex crawl tabletop rpg video game roguelite or whatever so it's like exactly what i want it was amazing but for me it's probably katana zero is a game from start to finish that i enjoyed the entire way through and have nothing bad to say about it and still think fondly on yeah katana zero has to be i don't it's strange but it's the one that sticks out to my mind with like i love start to finish because like i'm looking at some lists it's like metro exodus 
I didn't even beat it, didn't finish it. You know, and these other things on here, I just didn't play because I didn't care, but I love Katana Zero, and that's on a couple of these lists. So that's, so far for me personally, that's what it would probably be. Yeah, it's on my list of games to to buy and download um, for the Switch. Like, I definitely, I, I, I like everything I've read and seen about that game. I was a huge Hotline Miami fan. Um, I like, you know, uh, The Messenger a lot. It seems like it's kind of almost like a blend of that with some other cool mechanics kind of thrown in there. Um, so that's yeah, a Devolver Digital, right? Katana. Uh, yeah, I do sh- believe that they published that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I know my friend Prejo was getting a lot of. Yeah, that one's getting on some list too. Oh, yeah, that one got on a, a list I'm looking at right now too. I haven't played it yet. It does look good though. So. So before I give my. Uh, kind of feedback on this just to kind of remind you of like what the years look like so far um so we have um the walking dead the final season has kind of been rounding out um the starting in january that's when they released episode three uh we have uh, resident evil 2 in january kingdom hearts 3 in january uh, we have Wargroove in February. I know that was well-loved by a lot of people, so I wouldn't be surprised seeing that pop up in certain areas. Uh, Tetris 99 uh, was a game I enjoyed quite a bit. Metro Exodus, Jump Force, um, Anthem in February. Uh, don't think anyone's holding their breath on that. <laughs> a lot of disappointments in 2019, for sure. Yeah. Zach, Zach, Zach was all in on that, though. I, he I finally know. gave it up last last episode. <laughs> really? he, yeah. fi- he finally mailed it in. <laughs> I told him that Division 2 was going to be better. I remember that. Because somebody uh, texted me on Twitter, and they were like, man, you really called that one. But I, I didn't think Anthem was going to go down as bad as it did, but I think Apex kind of helped out. That's yeah, my bet of it being a, the best-selling game that month still came true, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. I mean, the Division 2 was super disappointing, too. I thought the journey yes. to the end game was awesome. I had so much fun getting to the end game, and then it was just more of the same from the Division 1. Yeah. It just went to shit it's and hasn't yeah, picked PvP itself up. Awesome. I had, you know, we had a full eight people for the raid, and every single person dropped off by the time the raid came out. We're like, we're not just doing, because there's only one way to beat the raid. And we're like, we're done with this game. If that's all that it has to offer, we're out. And yeah. All eight people dropped out completely. That's everybody that was uh, in our clan too, the same thing. Where like, yep. I I was like, oh well, I we're probably not quite ready for this. Let's see what uh, everyone's you know. When your most hardcore players are saying like, eh, like that's not a good sign. <laughs> that's not a good sign. The um, journey was great. The journey there was yeah. great. That's so much fun playing up until you got to the end. And then there was nothing, man. It was such a big drop off, man. I'm so disappointed. Yeah, it was kind of like it just died. It was like there were a few things they released uh, afterwards, but then it was just nothing. It was just yeah. your gear didn't mean two, anything. They didn't upgrade. It, it basically that. served served as a as a little break from Destiny for me, and then it was right back to it, man. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I all my friends from my clan went back to Destiny. Yeah, I, Destiny, it's just kind of remained the game to me that, like, even when it's in has its little dark moments here and there, like the gameplay is just so tight. Like always, like um, they just like that. Like uh, it's a game I keep coming back to. Yeah, well, it's just like the first one where it, a lot of people dropped off, and then the Taken King came out, and then everybody came right back. 
And they're smart, you know, we've talked about it ad nauseum, but they're smart too with their future rollout, you know, for it going free to play and you can buy the content a la carte now, like play what you want and pay for what you want. Um, but you have a huge amount of content that'll be open come September for people that have never played um, to kind of get them into it. So which is smart. Um, so moving through March again, kind of swiftly, uh, well, Apex was still kind of the last big one in February you guys mentioned. We had, of course, Division 2, as you guys said. Uh, we had Sekiro. Um, and it looks like Yoshi's Crafted World is probably the only thing I would say, like of note, um, you know, uh, probably left. Going into April, uh, we have um, look like Katana Zero, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, and uh, Steam World Quests. I think look to be about the biggest games there. MK is huge. I don't think of it in Game of the Year talks, but I know that like that's no, one of the best I'm, of those games. But you know, it's not. I, I'm really listed off games that I, like are more just notable. Or no, like, I'm with you. Like it's very yeah. notable. I don't think anyone will give it an award except for best fighting game. Fighting but, like game. that game yeah. is huge. But you don't it think looks it's cool. Game of the year. Like it looks like a like I'm tempted. I'm like you know if that game if that game drops to like thirty bucks, I may pick it up just to play the campaign. You know, like fuck it. Yeah. But, um, let's see. May we have Rage Two. Um, let's I see. heard good things, but it just seems like another game that just died off. It looks like moment to moment gameplay is fun on that, but maybe it's lacking in some ways. Like, uh, Crack- I don't know, Crackdown Three. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, that's notable in that it was a disappointment, but I don't think was anybody. Tetris, Tetris Ninety Nine was that Twenty Nineteen? Yeah, I mentioned yep. that. Okay. Yep, that was a uh, yep, and one of the I think it was in February. Um. Really in May, or besides Rage 2, Dotless, I guess, Observation, which uh, I have not played, but I've, I've watched uh, about an hour and a half of uh, playthrough footage through the uh, the guys from RKG. And um, it seems like a cool concept, but I, that's a game I think I'd rather just watch somebody play through than to play it myself <laughs> personally. I don't know if you guys aren't familiar with that. That's where basically it's 2001 A Space Odyssey, if you're how basically so you you control the ai there's cameras around a ship you're doing tasks like but you're a computer that's like you know helping uh people i guess shit goes wrong in a space station was that another devolver digital Mm, let me see click on it publisher i guess it is yep they published it Uh, no code yeah devolver is kind of hot right now with like yeah it makes you wonder what their e3 press conferences which i know are expensive Mm-hmm. And, and they just seem to keep coming. So we have um, uh, Layers of Fear 2, I know, was, uh, again, well, like, I'm sure that'll get some sort of, like, horror awards or something, you know, like, uh, I mean, seem to be well, like, Void Bastards, I've heard some interesting things, and then Outer Wilds, of course. Uh, moving into to June. Um, Fallout 76 update. <laughs> well, there's that Harry Potter game that just came out. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's uh, Pokemon Go Harry Potter. Yep. I, I I wanted to do it, but I I just couldn't. Yeah, I'm I'm, not, I'm out on that. Like I I got everything. The, you got the enough phone that battery I, that I played. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had Crash Team uh, uh, Racing Nitro Fuel, kind of that uh, upres or not upres, but like you know full remake of, of Crash Team Racing, uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Uh, again, I'm sure like in the indie things uh, may 
may get some some nods, but um, again, I don't think like game of the year, but um, it may qualify. They're having a bit of a rough launch though with some some of the uh, issues with uh, game breaking bugs and things like that. So that may take it also like kind of out of the, the running. That can really hurt a game like that. And that's it. So um, pausing for a second, I will say uh, Sekiro is definitely my game of the year so far not surprising you guys know i love the souls games this game was so different like <clears throat> when i started learning more and more about it ahead of the release i kind of liked what i was hearing less and less because i'm like ah, i just like the souls formula so much where you can customize your character and class and you know there's uh there's no shield um it just you know it's a more like kind of like linear specific story and all that and uh, i was so wrong like that, that game was it was awesome like i love it i hope they do a sequel to it um at some point um like george said i mean it's just it's got such fantastic combat it is tough but fair and uh, i beat it i think four times five times something like that so um got to the point where i someday i, I do want to take our do our race uh george by the way oh, but yep. i got to the point where like i know that game like the back of my hand like i know very few other games where like i can the whole path is just like you know just completely tattooed on my brain at this point so that's cool yeah we gotta do that maybe maybe after like forgetting a little bit (laughs) yeah be interesting i don't know yeah maybe i i think it's it'd be more almost more skills are kind of like at their height you know like what i mean like it's fun to watch things like that when when everyone's kind of like you know dialed in but my runner-ups resident evil uh two for sure um enjoyed that game a lot i didn't for whatever reason feel the uh um compelled to to chase like the unlockables like i do sometimes in a resident evil game for what i mean for whatever reason i don't know why like usually like i'll try to go after like the rocket launcher or some of the other crazy stuff but uh, I did enjoy the two alternate paths, and um, that, I mean, the, I, I think it is the gold standard of remakes, and it looks like Final Fantasy VII will continue or probably surpass it in terms of that. So, yeah, that's um, that's kind of where I'm at. I, you know, obviously, all the you know, love in the world to Apex, really cool, good launch for Respawn. I think that's a shot in the arm that they probably needed, you know, ahead of Jedi Fallen Order. Um, so I hope they continue to support that and that that game gets you know bigger and better. Looking ahead to what's coming up now. So just to kind of give you guys a rundown and then we'll talk about what we think will be the big competitors moving on. Um, you know, going into the year, what we think has potential. Uh, we have in July, not a whole fuck of a lot, really. Jesus, Dr. Mario World for mobile. Um, Wolfenstein Youngblood look to be really like the only two big ones. Oh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, sorry. Awesome. Mario Maker 2. Uh, that actually is coming out at the end of... Uh, it's tomorrow, actually. It's tomorrow. So, for when we're yeah, recording this, it's tomorrow. Yeah, I know people yeah. are going to be hyped for that one. Yeah, it seems to be getting good good reviews. Um, that, you know, kind of fun. That's like the, the streamer's you know, dream right there. Like, just infinite replayability, crazy levels. Um, i probably pick it up at some point. If not for another reason, to play the Nintendo design levels and just to kind of fuck around with the the level designing uh, mechanics. Um, but yeah, so that that is a big one. Um, but yeah, then Wolfenstein Youngblood, um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and Doctor Mario World for mobile. Going into August is where we kind of start seeing that those early uh, fall games, like nothing like major, but we have uh, obviously Madden NFL twenty. 
we'll have um, Control from Remedy. That's I'm intrigued by that. And then we've got Blair Witch, uh, the survival horror game that they demoed at uh, E3. Yeah, well, hopefully it's cool, man. You know, I'm always like a little like wary when I'm just seeing a game for the first time when it's so close to release, but maybe it's just smaller scale and they didn't feel the need to, to market it, uh, you know, uh, too far out. Uh, September is where things really start to pick up. We've got Gears 5. We've got Borderlands 3. We've got uh, Link's Awakening remake uh, for the Switch. We've got, um, it looks like Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 Enhanced are coming to all consoles. So I may actually check that out, believe it or not. Like, I never played them, and Baldur's Gate 3 looks cool. Um, and then, let's see, Code Vein. Um, a long-awaited, oft-delayed game where it's basically, uh, from what I can tell, anime Dark Souls. So um, let me check that out as well. October, we have uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the Outer Worlds, not to be confused with the Outer Wilds. Outer Worlds mm-hmm. is the uh, uh, Obsidian uh, RPG uh, kind of space. Uh, think Fallout New Vegas, but uh, much more like space focused and different planets and things. That looks rad. Um, November, we got Death Straining, Jedi Fallen Order, Shenmue 3, and Doom Eternal so far. Jumanji. What's that? That Jumanji game. <laughs> Jumanji? Is there a Jumanji game coming? Sorry, man. Yeah, I think that comes out. Uh, only because my daughter wanted me to pre-order. I think that comes out in November. Uh, I think it's a little late for the, the game to come out. Uh, but yeah, I think it's like mid-November. The same yeah. with Pokemon. Apple. And then there's a few games that are notable that are supposed to come out in 2019 but do not have firm release dates. I'll fly through these really quick and then we'll talk about who we think uh, is going to... Uh, you know what we think the favorites would be. Uh, so we have um, Battletoads. We've got um, let's see, Hollow Knight Silk Song. That's a, a expansion that's turned into a full blown sequel. I'm super super into that. Cannot wait to see what that game becomes. We have uh, of course um, Luigi's Mansion Three. Uh, I know it was hotly anticipated. Got a lot of buzz around E3. Looks kind of fun and goofy. Um, we got Mario Kart Tour for mobile, and let's see anything else. Spelunky Two, man. Spelunky Two, yeah. I don't see that. Uh, I think it's there? one of those to be determined games. Gotcha. Yeah, Super Meat Boy Forever is supposed to come out um, supposedly, which would be cool. I love this original Super Meat Boy, and uh, yeah, that looks to be it. I think uh, as Pokemon um, Sword and Shield. Confirmed for this year or is it next year? Yeah, I think that's confirmed for that. I think it's December. Yeah, maybe November. Yeah, it's either November, November, December. It might come out at the same time. Oh shit! Yeah, I just missed it. It is November fifteenth. I was like, "There's no yeah. way that like that game isn't confirmed." I know it's like it's their one of their big temples. So, um, my apologies to Pokemon fans. So, all of that being said, um, who do we like for um, you know, like straight up game of the year uh, contenders, and then who do you think will be some honorable mentions, like as far as maybe some of the other categories? Man, I think I mean for me, probably Fall in Order. If the game ends up being like what it should be, you know, if they if they go about it the right way, you know, if the early gameplay footage and indications are enough, I think that that's going to be a very strong contender. Uh, it's going to have a lot of appeal, uh, of course. Uh, that's the the one thing I worry about a game with like Sekiro. That uh, probably a game like Fallen Order will have a lot more appeal to the mainstream. Um, 
So that's probably the one that I have the highest hope for. But, you know, EA could also completely fuck it up. So um, you never know uh, with them. But it's it's the one that I that I hope I would I would love for that to be the game of the year, because that would probably mean that it was a great game. Uh, for me, I mean, there's a lot of good things on that list um, that I think I know I'm going to love. The one that's m- most interesting for me is uh, Obsidian with Outer Worlds mm-hmm. because yep. Obsidian makes the best games. So, and I just, you know, that's the one I'm interested. Like, I know I'm going to love Pokemon. I know I'm going to love. <sighs> is it Ghost of Tsushima that's supposed to come out this year? Mm-hmm. That would have rumored. I know it's like Last of Us. No, it's that's what's I'm thinking of Kojima's game De- that I have Death zero Stranding. interest in. Yeah, yeah, I don't care about that game. Um, yeah, no, uh, Outer Outer Worlds, and then of course like Pokemon and all that stuff's going to be great. But I just want to Obsidian hasn't done anything in a long time, and they're doing the they're making Fallout New Vegas again. So like, give it to me. That's all I need. So um, I so I'm gonna kind of divide this up into t- kind of two categories here. Um, I, I am like intrigued, like I've I've been amused, like watching all the Death Stranding stuff come out. I still don't know like how that game is really gonna turn out. I think it's gonna be a lot smaller than people think. Um, but I think that that's a game that, regardless, like it, it's gonna be a critical darling. Like I think people kind of have some rose-colored glasses when it comes to Kojima. So I think, regardless of how I feel about it, it'll probably be a well-liked game. You know what I mean? That, that's a game that'll be given a lot of attention just because it's Kojima, um, and it's gonna be weird as fuck. Obviously, there's a big, you know, name actors attached to it. Um, there's no way that game isn't in the conversation. Um, whether or not I like it, I won't be able to tell you. And I, as we know from one of our much earlier episodes, I've never played a Metal Gear game, so um, I, I don't have any of that kind of nostalgia or um, you know strong feelings one way or the other for Kojima or, or his games. But I, I respect the hell out of what he does. Uh, for me personally, um, my sights are set on uh, Borderlands Three. Uh, I can't. It looks like you know more uh, Borderlands, uh, more planets, more uh, characters. Uh, seems like the story is, is solid so i'm, I'm excited um for that uh and then doom eternal uh is probably my other like you know along with outer worlds um so kind of all f- fps's i guess this year uh fallen order seems like it's going to be cool i'm kind of wait and see on that i wish i haven't watched the um uh demo that the extended demo that they released a couple of days ago yet to see like how i feel about that um but i'm sure that'll be big but uh yeah doom eternal outer uh worlds for sure like the first um remake uh, doom 2016 was was just a, such an awesome game like man that game feels so good there's no reloading there's no cover like it's basically like that game is constantly telling you without telling you don't be a bitch like you know like run gun punch stuff kill stuff like you should be the most dangerous thing in the room always and like you know go for the the uh go for the action feel and it seems like this game is doubling down on that there's some more platforming there's some more tools and stuff uh the kills look awesome um i think it, of course it's got that heavy metal soundtrack like i just think that game's going to be a blast to play i don't know that'll be my game of the year but like it's hotly anticipated nonetheless um so yeah 
Um, how about you, Bobby? Well, uh, what what are what are the games I, you think stand a chance, and, and what are you, you know maybe you personally looking forward to as well? I know I've been waiting forever. Uh, a couple of years ago at E three, they THQ Nordic uh, they showed Bio Mutant, and, mm-hmm. I, and when it was at PAX East, uh, and I've been waiting for that game forever because it's an open world RPG where you kind of create your own character and. I've been waiting for that forever, uh, but I don't know. I it, uh, even looking at it now, it seems like it still has the December thirty first, twenty nineteen uh, pre order. So I, I don't know when it's actually coming out. Uh, but I I do think that the uh, the dark pictures, the Man of Madan or Madan, I think that horror game looks pretty good too. Uh, and I believe that comes out yeah August thirtieth. So that's August. Um, I, it's a Bandai Namkai. It's published by Band of Nemkai, Supermassive Games, and it, it looks dark, and, and I like the, the dark hair games, uh, horror games, where uh, sometimes I have to turn the light on uh, just to finish it. Uh, I like games like that, so I'm looking forward to that, that as well. Who do you think has the best chance out of all the games that we like said I... uh, upcoming? Like, do you have a, a sense of like who you think is going to... Honestly, no. It, it's... It's such a open field, it seems like, that I don't... I mean, I do think that some of the games that, that we mentioned earlier... I mean, Octopath Traveler wasn't this year, right? Um, No, I think Octopath Traveler was last That's year. 2018. Okay. Yeah, I know that they had updates and stuff. Okay. But I... I, I don't know. I, I still... I, I want to do Sekiro Shattered Dice, twi- dot, uh, Dice Twice uh, because you guys played it. I... Uh, I definitely have it in my backlog. I have it. I want to play it, but I just don't know uh, going forward. I think the Ghost Recon Breakpoint looks good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like the last Ghost Recon. I, it was very similar to Far Cry 4 uh, in in terms of game mechanics, but that's Ubisoft. Uh, but I but I enjoyed it. I like the Ghost Recon. I'm looking forward to it. I want to see how the, uh, the Punisher does. Uh, we'll see. It seems like they're kind of spinning off of that. So I'd like to see how that goes. I think that can be good. And the new Call of Duty, I'd like to see which way they go because it seemed like the Battle Royale didn't kind of work out. Uh, and maybe dropping the number of Call of Duty Modern Warfare will help them out a little bit. Yeah, I'd be interested to see like how Call of Duty hasn't been like a critical darling in terms of Game of the Year discussion in probably quite yeah. some time. So um, could be the one. Seems like they're going for more hardcore, like you know, moral ambiguity, trying to make the the war part of it feel like less of an action movie Sorry. and more of a you know like horrible thing. So um, that could 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 pay off for them in the game of the year discussion uh, for sure. Games. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, let's wrap up with what we've been playing super quick, and then uh, let's get Adol for for the evening. Uh, Adam, start with you, man. Uh well yeah got into Outer Wilds played that most of the week, um playing some you know old things that I constantly go to got just got into Battlefield Five again so I think I'm gonna get into that for a little while they just had some new content updates new maps and stuff so probably be in that for the weekend I'm waiting for honestly I'm waiting for uh, multi, uh Ultimate Alliance three and um anime anime sword people Fire Emblem. I'm waiting for those two games, so I've got to wait a couple months or wait a couple weeks and bide my time until then. Excellent. How about you, Bobby? Uh, honestly, I've been playing 
uh, MLB The Show 19, and I went back to Borderlands 1. I've uh, been playing that over, um, and I've actually enjoyed it. I, I I forgot how boring it was alone, uh, but uh, but I've enjoyed it so far, and uh, the matchmaking's not that great, uh, so I, I just went back to playing it alone. Uh, but I but I've enjoyed it. I like playing it over again, and MLB the show just keeps getting better and better. I like seeing the players go up and down. I like the way that they do that mechanics now. Uh, it seems like they're doing more roster updates than before, so it's it's great to see players uh, your cards actually improving as opposed to uh, the past couple of years where your your cards for the MLB the show where you collect the cards and open packs. Uh, it seemed like years before you just kind of use them and lose them, but now they let you keep them after you. Uh, insert them in certain packs, and your cards get upgraded over time, which is a pretty cool concept, so I've been playing that now. Gotta do something, because the Orioles, uh, we, yeah. No. We were keeping last pace uh, that he's strong. It's unfortunate that there's uh, really only one good baseball sim, and it's only on PlayStation. But apparently, that game is really great for people that like, uh, you know, like uh, baseball or baseball games. So, yeah, yeah, I wish they would open up and let it uh, let it go to other consoles because it's a good game. I I, I played RBI, not, uh, but uh, but the show is great. I do wish it was better competition. Excellent. And uh, how about you, George? Uh, more of the same for me. Um, been heavy in the, you know, I found the grind in, in Destiny right now, hunting down some of those uh, pinnacle weapons that, I, that I'm trying to get. Um, so I've been playing that a lot of, uh, a lot of PvP Crucible in it, uh, which isn't always fun, but uh, really trying to chase some, some weapons here. Uh, other than that, playing a little bit of Borderlands, as you know, to try to, you know, get in the in the group before Guardian Con. Not quite that hooked or sold on the first one. I don't entirely know what's going on, so I'm trying to just kind of push forward and get into the second one, which... Just go to two. Everybody says, skip, yeah. Skip one. <laughs> yeah. So I, everyone says that one's much better, so I'm just kind of just trying to push forward and, and get into it. I'd like to get into two, but, but by the time we go to Guardian Con, for sure. I told my brother, I think, like, uh, you know, uh, one is fine. It's just like two is such a big jump in quality. Like I feel like we really should just push through the main story. Um, like I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, it's it's just like it, it's night and day. Like in terms of like personality story and like abilities and everything else. Like I don't remember any of the DLC being particularly memorable. So I told him, I'm like, I'm, I'm you can play it if you want, but I, I'm gonna probably skip it and and offer uh, George to start two as soon as possible. So, um. Cool. Yeah, uh, I think you'll like you'll be pleasantly surprised when you hit two. You're gonna get pumped for three once you you start playing through uh, two. It just has it has just a fantastic personality, uh, really cool story too as well. Um, just the gameplay, just they tighten everything up. You know, it's like I said, Mass Effect one to Mass Effect two. That's the kind of jump, you know, in terms of like you know the, the way the game feels and stuff. So we'll see. Uh, I've also been occasionally playing Borderlands. More Destiny, obviously Outer Wilds. Um, I am fixing to start uh, my friend Pedro, which looks uh, bananas, no pun intended, <laughs> um, uh, for the Switch. I'm looking forward to that. I'll probably be playing that on our trip to Guardian Con. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, as I said, um, me also pick up Katana Zero to have a couple of games to go back and forth between. 
I'm hoping to start Prey um, as well. I downloaded that from Game Pass because uh, I was kind of feeling sci-fi-y, and I think I may uh, switch a bit of my time over from Outer Wilds to Prey to check that out. So that's kind of one of my regrets is that I didn't get to play that when it when it came out. So um, I'm going to go ahead and do uh, my plug first, and then we'll go around and get out of here. Um, uh, so obviously on Twitter, you can find me at It's Waterman. Uh, tomorrow is my inaugural uh, stream for Rental Rush, uh, the show where we recreate the dumb magic of running a video game with two friends and trying to beat it before it's due back to the store. Uh, we have a countdown uh, clock. Um, got a couple of surprises planned as well. Uh, throughout the stream, we're going to be taking on Super Castlevania 4, and we may, uh, as you know, part of the regular mechanics in the game, um, play another Castlevania game or something else Castlevania-like or related if we finish this one uh, in enough time. It looks like how long to beat pegs it around four hours. Um, so maybe something we're able to, to just demolish on the first uh, night of streaming and then uh, maybe potentially Saturday and Sunday, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pick another game and, uh, and go for it. So uh, like, share, subscribe, run a rush on all the platforms, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, you can find it there. And uh, if you could tune in, it would mean the world to me tomorrow night. Get in the chat. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I finally have everything uh, ready to go. I even uh, got my, my stream deck set up today, which was, was kind of a fun thing to, to learn. Um, seems like it's it's capable of doing a lot of cool stuff that I didn't know. So, yeah, um, that's me. How about you, uh, George? Where can people find you? Uh, for me, it's going to be on Twitter at uh, WarGeorge7, W-A-R-J-O-R-G-E-7. Um, <clears throat> that's about it as far as social media goes. All right, Bobby. Uh, you can find me everywhere uh, with Smooth423 on Twitch, on PlayStation and Xbox. And now I'm on Mixer, and my name is Robbie Bobby Miller. So you can find me on there, R-O-W-B-Y-B-O-W-B-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. Fantastic. And uh, Mr. Gumber, uh, last but not least. Yeah, just follow me on Twitter at Adam Gumby. Um, that's just where I'm going to retweet and post the things that I do. So that's the easiest way to find everything. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we look forward uh, to, to seeing all of you beautiful people next week. Uh, in the meantime, I hope everybody has a nice weekend and uh, a nice holiday next week.